Interview Month, week number two. Welcome to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan. James. James here, ALTinsider.com, coming at you with episode number 092 of the ALT Insider podcast. As always, brought to you by ALTinsider.com and ALTinsiderResumeReview.com. Brought to you meaning I do those things too, so. I also do this, so there you go. That's how. That's what I mean by brought to you by. Uh, so, interview month continues. We are now in the second week. Last week, we had an English teacher from Hokkaido. This week, it is a JET. It's also a big part of the AJET. Uh, not a corporation. It sounds evil. Evil corporation. No, the great corporation. Volunteer organization that helps JETs and other people working in Japan all the time. I found her from a Facebook group and a website that just posts jobs all the time for people. That, you know, not just only Jets. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a job after Jet, they have a lot of jobs and, and she posts a lot and she, uh, I'm sure it helps a lot of people find jobs after Jets, which is always a good thing because it's really a worry that I, and a thing I know some people have a lot of problems with. So she's doing some good things and her name is Rachel, by the way, and she's doing some good things to help people after the Jet program, which is really cool, which is why she's on the show. So if you want to check out all the stuff we talk about, the websites we talk about, the the, 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 the where she posts her jobs and stuff like that, go to altinsider.com forward slash podcast 94 and it will all be there for you. As for site news, the January is still rolling along. Um, I just had a new post go up this week about uh, my foray into tr- attempting to get a job at an ALT company not teaching. So it's kind of, in, I, I took it as kind of a project, uh, kind of an exper- experiment to see how easy it would be for me to get an interview and get a job at a company, ALT company that I never worked for as in a position that wasn't teaching at all. So go be sure to check that out on the website right now. And uh, it's a series, so it will keep going. So look forward to that. Other than that, I'm still working on the lesson plans as always. We're getting ready before March. So without further ado, let's get to the AJET volunteer and JET, Rachel. Enjoy. All right, guys. So today I have a very special guest, and she is doing cool things in Japan, as all my guests are, I think. She's doing especially cool things in Japan, and her name is Rachel. How are you doing today, Rachel? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Winter is coming upon us, so it is getting cold, and I have many layers on. Uh, how are things going where you are in Japan? They're going well. It's getting a bit cold as well, but I hope to survive it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all we can do is survive. So why don't you tell people what you actually do in Japan? So right now I am an ALT with the JET program. Um, I'm in my second year right now, and I recently started working with National AJET. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I want to get Rachel on here because she's doing some cool things to help other JETs and, you know, JET what makes Jet so great, and what people that aren't on Jet are, are, are wishing they had, is that Jet has a great, you know, community and so many ways to support you. And Rachel helps a lot with that. So we're going to get into that a lot. But I want to start first with, you know, Rachel. What made you decide to come to this, you know, this great land of Japan? Um, I've always been interested in Japan since I was a little kid. Um, and over time, I took some Japanese history classes at my university. And I actually found out about the JET program at an anime convention. Um, and so from that, I decided to apply. And my professor that I asked for recommendation was actually um, a former CIR back in the 90s. 
Um, and so he basically said like, yes, it's a great program. You should definitely do it. So I applied from there and here I am today. So you were kind of more than an average anime fan, right? If you're going to conventions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Video games are more my passion, but I do like anime as well. So what costume did you have on? Um, at that time, I don't think I was cosplaying anything, but I have cosplayed some Full Metal Alchemist things with my family in the past. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Um, so, you know, so you, know, you made a lot of people jealous right now because the JET kind of application process is almost ending here. It ended in some countries, I know, as we record this in mm-hmm. November. So you got through... You make it sound so easy, you got right through. But let's be honest, it's not easy to get through. No, it's so not. Give us, uh, give, give you like one or two bits of advice for someone that wants to apply for the JET program. When applying for the JET program, be aware that it's not just about Japan, it's also about teaching. And so some um, applicants go in and only have an interest in Japan, but then their interview panelists want to know about what their interests are in regards to teaching. And that can be a bit sticky if you've only prepared your interview for being about Japan. So definitely research teaching as well and make sure you understand some basic teaching theory. Yeah, and I think it's definitely important because some people, some people, it's kind of, you don't want to go too extreme either way, right? Because I've, I've seen some statement of purposes that are all about, I'm the best teacher in the world, but they just leave out the Japan part and some other play, you know, I love Japan so much, I, I deserve to be there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get a little bit. What about your SOP? Let's give us some kind of statement of purpose advice. What, what kind of I know you probably you don't remember those two years ago, but any kind of advice <laughs> from your, your experience there? Um, I actually worked at my university's writing center um, for, oh, gosh, maybe like seven semesters. <laughs> and from there, we actually worked a lot with statement of purpose. How do you say that? Statements of purposes. Something like that. <laughs> uh, something like that. And essentially... A lot of people say, oh, I'm hardworking or I'm really smart or I so on and so on. They say these traits, but they don't back them up with a story or anything. So definitely make sure that you have stories to back up what you want to say about yourself. And also, if you can find something where other people have told you about yourself and you've been promoted because of those things, that would be great. So, for example... If you want to show that you're hardworking, you can throw in, look, I was hardworking and I got promoted to this position in this job because of my characteristics. Too many people start their SAP with, I believe I'm a great candidate for the JET program. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, well, you, you better start backing up your words. Yeah. So that's good advice there. Yeah. All right, so, you know, I want to get past this kind of application stuff. But, you know, when you finished your interview, how did you think it went? Did you think you handled all the questions well? Do you think you handled them not well? So, well, were you confident after the interview or what? After my interview, I did feel confident. I wasn't sure how they took it, um, but I tried my best to answer every question honestly. Um, Before coming on the JET program, I worked for a company called Linda Mood Bell Learning Processes. And while I was there, I taught native English speakers how to read. And so I definitely had that as... um, as like a strength in my interview that I could talk a lot about that particular job and how I had those skills in teaching English already. Okay. So from that, I felt pretty confident because I'd already done something a little bit similar. Um, also I'm from Washington DC originally. And, um, at the end, the interviewers are allowed to ask any questions that they want. 
And um, one of them asked, like, oh, have you ever been to the White House? And I actually haven't. Oh. <laughs> um, and it showed that they were paying attention to me as a person as well, that they would ask that question. Yeah, definitely. So you get the, you were successful. Well, you, you, you survived that whole waiting period. You know, you got to wait, whatever, six months or whatever to get your results. You got the results. You go to Japan. Wow, you're in Japan. What did you think when you first became an LT the first month or so? Was it exactly what you expected? Was it harder than you expected, easier than you expected? Give me your like first impressions. Hmm. My first impressions. So for many ALTs, when we arrive, there's not a lot to do in the summer because it's summer vacation. Um, so in my particular prefecture, we were actually told not to come for a month. Okay. So in terms of that month, it was fine. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but did you have a question? Do they still compensate you for your time, even though you're not doing anything? Um, I don't know if this is kosher to say, but yes, they did. <laughs> oh, so you, you, people got to go to that prefecture then. Yeah. I mean, some prefectures do have that rule where essentially you are also supposed to be a cultural ambassador. The students are not in school, so they expect you to go out and experience Japan. Oh, that's cool. I, I kind of would I almost, if I was Jet Program, I would like if they did that to more ALTs, you know, kind of do something before you just have to start, boom, school, you know. Mm-hmm. So we did have some summer camps that we had to do. Um, and we did have our contract signing ceremony. Um, but for the first month, there wasn't any major things going on besides paperwork um, and orientations. Yeah, but my first real month at work, um, it was just basically learning the ropes. I am pretty easygoing. So it was pretty much observing and figuring out how to make my own schedule. So I make my own schedule at school. Um it was also going through a lot of the things that the ALT before me had left behind. Um, so she was a really great ALT. The students loved her a lot and she left me a lot of great advice and also a lot of um, material. So it was pretty much going through all of that. So that's good and bad though, right? When the kids start calling you her name, yeah. like, Oh, I want to hear from, you know, whatever, Ashley sensei or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They sometimes still will make a mistake like, and call me by her name, but I don't, I always act like mock offended. Uh, okay, that's the way to say it. They love it. Don't get, don't get offended. Don't doesn't mean yeah. they don't love you. You know, people. Will yeah, yeah. Um, so the, I always go, oh, <laughs> oh, god. Yeah, so that's you know, you seem pretty. You you seem to me too, kind of you know, laid back, easygoing. Are you kind of your teaching styles like that too? You kind of I, I don't think I can see you being the kind of the clown LT like some LTs are. How do you handle your teaching? What's your teaching kind of style? In terms of my school, I feel very lucky. Um, my English teachers definitely use me, so my JTEs, um, they definitely use me in the classroom. Um, essentially, it's mostly where they'll be going over the grammar point and then I'm in charge of an activity or um, a game. Um, so basically, they usually take the reins on the heavy part of the teaching and then I'm there to reinforce or to show American culture or other cultures if it's in the textbook. Um, but I am definitely a clown for sure. Okay. So you kind of turn it, you can flip the switch in the class. Yeah, definitely. So you're kind of, you're definitely not a tape recorder then you have stuff to do. You kind of, you seem like you have a good relationship with your teachers then. Yes. So obviously, you know, you had, you got the uh, email that says you plan on staying next year. Do you plan on going home next year? You decided to stay, stay because your second year. So what kind of led you to making that decision where you kind of, there's things you have left to do, just having so much fun. What, what made you to say, I want to do one more year on jet program. I talked to a lot of people about recontracting. Um, 
the one funny thing about talking to people about recontracting is that the people that you talk to are usually people who have recontracted, if that makes sense. So it's hard to get that perspective of somebody who has left. So I definitely recommend that for anybody who's thinking about recontracting. See if you can find somebody who's left um, as well. Because I felt after I decided to recontract that my decision making had been a little unbalanced. Um, But for me, I felt that there were things I definitely still wanted to do. Um, that a year was too short. Um, and I personally did not have any major plans for returning home. I know that I want to attend grad school when I do return home, but I had not made headway at that point, um, for applications. So to me, it did not make sense. Also, um, if I stayed for a, a bit longer, I would be able to pay off most of my student debt. Okay, so you're you're able to pay for your debt. So that would lead me to believe, call me crazy, but you are in a small town or a small area, a small smaller area? Yes, definitely. So, you know, obviously that makes it easier to save your money because you don't maybe you don't go out as much and you have less things to spend money on that are good, like anime shops and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Also, um, my board of education is very generous and they, um, subsidize half of our apartments. That's good. Um, and also I am in a lucky situation where I do not have to have a car in my prefecture. Okay. That's, that's huge too. So I'm able to save money in that way as well. Yeah. So, so, you know, this could be one or the other, You're, you're able to save money, but there also could be too much of trying to save money, not doing anything. So do you think maybe you're, where do you fall on that scale of, um, you know, you still having fun? Are you still going out on the weekends or you have more of a homebody? I am definitely lucky in that my prefecture is located close to some bigger prefectures. So it is not difficult at all to go on a day trip. Um, so I've definitely visited some of the bigger cities several times, maybe one too many times. Um, but yeah, um, Sometimes it can be difficult to get out, but I'm lucky that it's Japan and everything is very convenient. And so even though I don't live with a car, there's still buses in my tiny town. Okay, so you still find that way. Okay, so let's kind of uh, move out to, you know, your second year, you helped the AJET program. So why don't you tell a little bit what that is exactly for someone that doesn't know what AJET means. Okay. So AJET is the Association for Japan Exchange and Teaching. So it's the association of JET. Um, It's existed since JET's second year, and JET recently had its 30th anniversary um, on, let's see, last Monday, actually. And so it's existed for 29 years, um, and it's essentially to help any JETs that are currently on the jet program or jets that will be coming into the jet program. Okay. So like, um, you said like, I know we were, we were scheduling this interview a long time because you're doing kind of parties and stuff. So like, was there a lot of celebrations and stuff for that 30th year anniversary thing? Yes, there was. So there was a meeting for, um, a jet and then the jet alumni association. So the jet alumni association has an international group and then also has, um, specific country groups. And so at one of the meetings, there were 18 countries represented. So a jet alumni from each of those 18 countries came to the meeting. So we met and talked about how a jet and the jet alumni can work, um, more closely together. 
Um, and then on the Monday, um, there was a Jet 30th anniversary celebration, and then there was a Jet 30th anniversary reception after that. So you can, you know, call me kind of, you know, I'm too money hungry or whatever, but AJET is totally volunteer driven, correct? Yes. So what, who is getting these, that seems like a lot of work, right? There's a lot of work in AJET for sure, but Mm -hmm. there's also a lot of benefits, right? But Mm -hmm. who is the backing company that is putting up this kind of, it takes money to have AJET around, I'm sure. So who's kind of doing that and for what benefit? I guess I don't understand fully. I also, I'm not quite sure of everything, but essentially AJET before, um, for a while sold, um, textbooks. Um, so they sold, I believe, uh, Foxy Phonics and I believe Planet Ego. And so they would sell those at the orientations. And so that's how they got money. Um, but they do not sell those anymore. They're working on making it a nonprofit now. Um, but I believe the funding from those books, um, has let us keep up a website um, and a couple other memberships to, um, other things that we use, but otherwise that's about it. Yeah. So exactly what, you know, that's, I know, I know there's like a million different positions on AJET that they need, you know, they always need looking for help and stuff. So what exactly do you do for the AJET? So right now I am the director of alumni resources and I work alongside Ryan Hata and he is the director of alumni relations. So together we are essentially the bridge between AJET and the JET Alumni Associations. Okay, so, you know, how I found you was posting kind of job listings on Facebook, a Facebook group for JET jobs. Mm-hmm. And so that is companies that, what's the connection from the companies and AJET? Are they like, we really want JET teachers or kind of just like, we need help, so we'll take anyone or how does that work? So there's a couple different ways that I find jobs for the AJET job listings page. So one of the ways is alumni will send me job positions at their companies and say, hey, here's this opening at my company. I would really love to have a former jet. And these companies are not necessarily Japan related or teaching related. So that senpai kohai relationship is really strong when somebody becomes a jet alumni. And some of these jobs are like, you know, like she said, um, let me look here. I know I found one like some of these jobs are totally just like, you never know they have anything to do with jet program or anything or even teaching like uh, some of let's, let me pick one of these jobs real quick inside japan tours they they want to have a travel consultant job so they put a value on you being on the jet program not, and you're not just some regular joe that used to work for i don't know name any dispatch company i think that jets have a we have a lot of backing from the japanese government um and so i think that does put some value into us um and I think that hopefully Jet alumni have been hired by companies are hard workers. And so that also gives a bit more value to Jet alumni um, by reputation. Yeah. Okay. So that's you know, just another benefit of being on the Jet program. If you, if you need another one, you know, it's just there is a lot of benefits of being on the Jet program. That's why people want to be there, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, so I want to ask about the kind of what do you, because I know, you know, Agents always needed, you know, always asking for more, you know, volunteers and stuff, right? So what if I join Agent? If I want to be a volunteer on the agent, what can I expect to get from being from that experience? You know, what can I expect to get out of it? Like, what do you expect to get out of being on agent? In being an agent, I feel that I get to understand the jet program better. Sometimes it's easy, especially my first year, to think I'm a bit isolated at my school. 
But when you're an A-Jet, you get to see different experiences more easily from other Jets. Um, I do like being on A-Jet because I feel that I get to help other Jets. And that's something that's really important to me. I always want to help other people. Um, so that's a huge benefit. Um, another thing to consider is that on the jet program, you don't get many opportunities to move up in the career. Mm. Um, and so a jet is a great resume builder. Um, that's not the reason I did it, but it does look good if you're here for multiple years to have something in addition to the jet program on your resume. So whether it's a jet or it's getting involved in something else or receiving the Tuffle grant, it looks better to continually be working on something rather than only have your position as an ALT. Anytime you can add something into your experience than just, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of people that are ALTs that does that really add anything to your resume? If you're, especially if you're not going to be a teacher, that really is like... Definitely. It's the same as saying, nothing, I did nothing for... It's not, I'm not making fun of anyone in Japan. Obviously, I'm in Japan too. But when you're, if you're an ALT for three years and that's all you do, if you're trying to be a, I don't know, engineer, it's not really a big thing, right? Those three years are kind of mm-hmm. nothing, right? So anything yeah, you can add, that's huge. Definitely. So then, you know, you, you already signed up for this next, next year. What is your kind of future plan? Do you think you're going to do another year in Japan or do you fit, kind of think you've had enough or have you thought that far ahead? It's definitely up in the air. Um, I have tried to learn Japanese, but with my age at responsibilities, um, that's kind of fallen by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to decide for myself if that's a priority. Um, and if it is, then I would definitely stay for a third year. Um, I also feel that I do need to go to graduate school eventually. Um, and so it's a matter of, do I want to do that now or do I want to go back? Japan is such a special opportunity. Um, and it's something I've always wanted to do since I was a little kid. Um, and so I definitely don't want to rush out of Japan. Yeah, to kind of you make sure you get the full experience. I think that's what kind of keeps some people here. You're obviously not in this camp at all, but some people stay so long chasing that kind of yeah. get everything I wanted and now it's well it's yeah. my twelfth year so thirteen will be the perfect year, you know. Yeah. So thirteen, have, going for thirteen. You don't have to work on that. You don't have to worry yeah. about that for a long time. Uh, I think I've asked about AJ other thing I wanted to know about AJ, but let's learn you wanted to mention the website a little bit. So what kind of stuff can I expect to find on the AJ website? So if you go to ajet.net, there are several different tabs that you can check out. So if you are an incoming jet, um, there's information for you. If you're a current jet, there's information for you. We also have different special interest groups um, that you can join. Um, And then when you leave jet, we also have some information about joining the jet alumni associations for where you live. One thing to note is if you're not going back to your home country, but you're going to a different country after you finish JET, you can still join that JET Alumni Association. You don't have to join your home countries right away. That's cool. It kind of keeps the kind of team kind of feeling that JET has going, you know. Um, so I want to ask that. Let's, you know, let's not close everyone off here. Most people that listen to this aren't going to be on the JET program. Mm-hmm. So what do you have for them? What, do, what, do, what, do, what, do, what does the AJET mean to them? Pretty much nothing. Like what if... Uh, I'm in, let's say I live in your town that you are in, which I don't, but let's say I live there too. Right. I want to, is there, can I go to the parties? Can I kind of <laughs> join the groups is, or is it closed off for me? Cause I'm not yet. Um, well, a couple different things, um, on the AJET website, um, there are resources for jets, but a lot of that information can apply to people working for other ALT companies as well. 
Um, so there's information, for example, about getting a cell phone. Um, we all need, will need a cell phone when we come here. Um, also, um, in my prefecture, we have a prefectural age at group and anybody is welcome to join that. There's a lifetime membership fee of, I think about two sen. And once you're in, um, you get discounts on all the events that, um, our prefectural group plans. Um, and you basically get all the emails that we send out as well. Um, so you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to be a jet, jet to get join. No, okay. definitely not. Um, the last point I will say is that when a jet moves to get things done for the jet program, it can benefit other people working in Japanese schools. So for example, um, a jet does surveys and then they have an opinion exchange with Claire, who's in charge of the jet program. And Claire is part of the Japanese government. And some time ago, they did a survey about smoking in staff rooms. So it used to be fine for teachers to smoke in the staff room. But through AJET working with Claire, that actually got banned. So now there's no smoking in Japanese staff rooms. Okay, that's something like the JET program did, but it helps everybody, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, so that's good. So it's not like bodyguards at the, at the agent parties. No, definitely if you work not. For, if you're somewhere, they're not going to kick you out. They still are, are, will welcome you in and help. The website is still helpful. Even if you are on a jet, you heard it from Rachel here. Yeah. So last question, um, you know, since you've been in ALT, you're not, you're not a new ALT anymore. What is kind of a go-to game that I can use if I have, you know, oops, I forgot I have a class next period, but I have to do something that takes 15 minutes and can be used for any grammar point. What would you suggest for that ALT? Um, so we recently got a substitute teacher at my school and she is very into reviewing. And so she has started playing this game called across and down with our students. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it before. It was new to me. Yeah. But you, you come on, I'll get a new take. Maybe you have a new, there's always 20 ways to do the same game. So how do you do it? So basically, um, we go through the textbooks and I ask a question from each grammar point and the students have to answer me with two sentences. And then once they've answered. So can you give me an example? Can you ask me like a, I'll try to come back with two sentences. So for example, if you are an Ichi Nensei student, I would ask you, do you play soccer? So, yes, I do is no good. So you could say, yes, I do, but then you have to say one more sentence after that. Yes, I do. I love you. Okay, that's fine. You could also okay. say, like, yes, I do. I like basketball or something. Anything. I don't really care. Um, but then the student can say across or they can say down. If they say across, the students in the, um, the row, like across from this so boy, girl, boy, girl, they can all sit down. If they say down, then their entire row, so just like their row of boys, will sit down. Okay, there you go. And then the last one is the one that has to, you know, it's, it's funny because there's one person left standing, right? Well, the crazy thing is that if somebody has said across and somebody has said down, if another student says across, then the student that is sitting down now has to stand back up. Oh, okay. So that's, they, that's a twist. That's so cool. they're back in the game. So there's much, a lot of drama with this game. Oh. So wait, what's the, is there a natural ending though? How do you, how do you get it to end? Cause it seems like it would never end that way, right? Basically the way that we end it is it's either a time constraint. So we'll do it for five minutes at the beginning of class. Um, or, um, it will be kind of a textbook constraint. Like we've reached the end of where we've been in the textbook. 
Uh, okay, so that's kind of... And then is there any kind of penalty or is just this the end? There's no penalty, but for the students who do raise their hand and answer questions, we give them stickers. Oh, that's cool. So you're a sticker, you're a sticker giver then. Yeah. It's a very easy game to play and it. one thing that has bothered me sometimes is that there never seems to be time to review. We're always pushing forward. Um, through the textbook. And so I personally like this game because it gives us a chance to go back and be, and ask, like, do you remember this grammar? Right? <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's true. All right, Rachel, so I've had you on here for, you know, we learned about, you know, your job, your Japan, your jet, your AJET, not your AJET, but AJET that you work for, how you help people. Um, where can people find more of you if they want to find you on the internet? So you can check out the AJET job listings page um, if you are on the JET program. Um, you can also check out JETWIT jobs. That's a Google group. Um, those things are exclusive to JETS, but I highly recommend visiting the AJET.net website. Um, like I said, if you are a JET or a, just a ALT with another company, um, there are still resources for you on that website. Okay, Rachel, we, we've, went, we've had enough fun. We've had enough fun. Good luck on your next your big decision. Are you going to go year three or just going to end it at year two? Good luck with your AJET future career, helping other AJETs, helping other JETs. You know, that is really great. You know, you guys really do help people. And, you know, being a volunteer, it's pretty cool too. So thanks for that. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll talk to you again online. I'm always looking at your job listing. So keep it up. Thanks so much, James. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider Podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit ALTinsider.com. See you next time. Damn it, damn it, damn it.